0: Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.
1: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Datt, and today we are talking Braves baseball. We bring bringing our Braves reporter, Mark Bowman, for MLB.com. Mark, MLB Pipeline reordered the top prospects in baseball this weekend, and the Braves' top prospect, Ronald Acuna, comes in at number two, which, as I uh, checked out on the site, was a huge accomplishment for him. Why does this mean so much for him?
0: Well, you, you think about where he, how far he has come in the span of a year. I, I think most everyone knew who Ronald Acuna was, but if you're going into uh, – go back exactly one year to this date, it's uh, – he, had, you know, he dealt with an injury-plagued season there at uh, 2016, where he de- uh, had to deal with a wrist injury. He only played 40 games, so everyone knew his potential. What he did last year obviously caught the attention of the entire baseball world, and here he is, um, it goes from not being on our top 100 list last year and to being number two this year, at uh, 20 years old. And then, you know, I think there's a lot of people that would argue he deserves to be number one, um, but uh, you know, it, it, the excitement around here is uh, around the, uh, the Braves is, you know, when is he going to be, make it to the big leagues? The, the expectation is it probably won't be up until late April uh, or the, at least the second half of April, let's say it that way, um, just because you know, the Braves really aren't in position to, to win, even with him in the lineup uh, for those two or three weeks. Uh, they're not. doesn't make them a playoff team. So no sense in, in giving up a year of control. Uh, just for those few weeks, so he will get a couple more weeks uh, at Gwinnett and then come up and and he will arrive as probably the most talented prospects in san Jones to to reach Atlanta. I know a lot of people will say, well, you know, there was a lot of hype around Jason Hayward. Well, there was, but you know, Acuna is a five five tool prospect, like a guy that can can do a little bit of everything, and I I do expect his uh, you know while while Hayward's career you know started off very promising. You know, Cunha has that potential to, to be, to create one of those special kinds of careers. You know, he's going to be lumped right in there with the Correas and then some of the other uh, young stars of this game right up there in that elite group.
1: When he is called up this season, what's his immediate impact going to be on this team for 2018?
0: Well, this is a team that lacks power. And you don't want to say that a young kid like this is going to come up and and immediately, you know, pro- provide the, you know, significant power. But he is the one piece that, that could, uh, at, at least, shape the lineup to provide Freddie Freeman some protection that he doesn't, you know, uh, he doesn't currently have um, right now. If, if you're trying to put this lineup together, um, you say, who's the number four hitter? And, and all of a sudden, you point to Tyler Flowers and um that's fine but, but the way they, they used their catchers last year you know, you're basically having him play three out every five days and it wasn't even all, uh, bad sometimes suzuki was getting the the bulk of the reps there there late so you could you could just go ahead and uh flip-flop your catchers in that uh cleanup spot if, if you wanted but uh it's not just that they lack a, a legit cleanup hitter it's that that freeman doesn't have that protection and, and Acuña's arrival might at least lengthen the lineup a little bit to, to help Freeman in that respect but at the same time I think in order for this offense to you know to be one of the, the game's best they they certainly need to add some power and they've talked about it uh whether that be at the third base position or the outfield and if they do make a change there in the outfield you're you're you know you're saying Acuña's going to come up and late April, and if you add somebody, I, I think that the the other end of that, uh, the result actually would be that, that you're going to have to trade Nick Marquez as he enters the following year of his contract.
1: All right, so let's talk a little bit more about some of these prospects, because the Braves lead the majors with eight of the top 100 prospects, according to MLB Pipeline. What does that mean for the future of this team, and how soon can fans get really excited?
0: Well, I mean, they, they can get excited right here at spring training, because you you look at the guys that are going to be there in camp. You, you Acuna is going to be there. Mike Soroka is going to be there. Colby Allard, um, you know, Colby Allard and Soroka are two guys that they're going to begin the year in the minors. Um, but at the same time, they could be up there uh, at, at the big league level at some point this year. gohara who was part of that list, is already there. Um, you know, the one thing I would be, you know, excited about from. For the Braves, and the, they got a, a look at uh, Max Freed and Gohara last year. Um, they they got a good sense of who Acuna is. Uh, the thing is that the guys that just missed this list, uh, Christian Pache, who um, you know the few players have ever had a season like Acuna has. And I'm not going to put Pache right there in that same mix with Acuna, but he has the potential to make a, a meteoric rise through the system. Sure. He's a, he doesn't have the power uh, that Acuna does, but uh, he, he certainly um, is a special talent who at this time next year, we could be talking about when he might arrive in 2019. Uh, another guy guy that just missed the list, Joey Wentz. He, he's one of my uh, favorite pitching prospects within this system. I, I really like Soroka. Soroka's is a, Feels like a pretty safe bet. Um, you know, that you get got a good feel that, that he's going to be successful when he gets to the big league level. Uh, with Wentz, he's a guy that it reminds me a lot of Cole Hamels. Um, and, and as I continue to, you know, as I mentioned, these guys like Pache and Wentz, uh, to add to these eight guys that are already in the list or are on the top 100 list, I, I think that, you know, you have to realize just how how much, quality depth or top quality depth is within the system right now. And this is a, you know, that they're going to feel the effects of, of the sanctions because, you know, you, you want to have taking away that, that kind of currency out of the minor league system, losing all those international prospects. is going to hurt in some ways uh, just because you don't have the depth that you had, but to think that they were able to lose all those prospects and still have this kind of, Uh, top quality depth uh, is quite remarkable. Um, So I I think that you'll see some of these guys here in spring training. Uh, You'll see some of them again early in the season. But here over the next year, Braves fans will truly get a feel for, you know, maybe if they didn't believe in the rebuild, they'll start to get a feel for why it had to happen. And if they have been following closely uh, throughout, They'll get a better feel for how what the value of potential value of this rebuild might be. They'll they'll see um, you know where Gohara get a better feel for where Gohara or Sean Newcomb are, are going. Mike Faltonovich was an early part of that rebuild. So um, I'd say those who have remained patient over the last few years, uh, their reward is coming. Uh, maybe not necessarily. You know, throughout this season, but maybe towards the latter part of this season, and in 2019, where I think the Braves, if things go right and they spend the money uh, that they'll have available next year in a uh, productive manner, that they will, uh, they, they could be a playoff team in 2019.
1: All right, Mark, let's talk a little bit more about this rotation because we're just a few short weeks away from pitchers and catchers reporting to spring training, which is bizarre to say, but that's where we are at this point. Uh, this spring, a really interesting battle is going to take place for the final uh, two spots of the rotation. How do you believe this plays out?
0: You know, it, it'll be interesting. I think at the end of the day that Gohara that and Newcomb get the final two spots in the rotation. Uh, we're given the first three to – uh Who and Mike Michaeltonevige and Brandon McCarthy, you know Brandon McCarthy's going to have to prove that he is healthy um but but for now we'll we'll project him in one of those top three spots go with he's only made five stars you do, you don't want to make any assumptions about a guy after those five stars, but just sitting there at fan fest this week past weekend and hearing Brian Snicker and Freddie Freeman and others talk about how excited they are uh that's the kind of impression this guy made you know he's He's uh, physically advanced. Uh, He seems to have a pretty good pitching IQ uh, for the the limited amount of experience and uh, his age. You you just, you know, one thing that Brian Snicker said that that is very important is, you know, you hope that he comes to camp in shape. You worry about guys, you know, that are carrying that kind of frame, uh, that bigger frame. You hope that he comes Uh, ready to go but if he does i expect him to get one of those those spots and with newcomb you know there's there's some concern about you know can he start throwing strikes on a more consistent basis it got a little bit better as as he progressed through those 19 starts he made at the big league level last year but at the same time he is going to have to to improve and and if he doesn't you know you're going to have to start Looking at what what does the future hold for him? You you don't give up on him as a starter this early in his career, uh, but you're going to have the Sorokas and the Allards, and uh, you know even Max Freed is right there, ready to go already. Um, They're going to be knocking on the door and trying to to gain one of those rotation spots uh, here real soon. So I I think that you know that's going to be the most interesting thing. Is yes, there's a battle during spring training. But there's going to be a battle throughout the season for these guys to to maintain their rotation spots. And and that goes all the way to to Julio Teronby, who, um, you know, he's been a mainstay within this rotation. But if if a few of these kids live up to their potential, they're going to pass him by in a hurry.
1: Mark, as the team assesses its roster here in the next couple of days, any chance that there is a late add via trade or free agency going into spring training or going into the season?
0: Yeah, you know, I mentioned the uh, the need to to replenish some of the power. Losing Matt Kemp and Brandon Phillips and and, um, and, and Matt Kemp, you know, and, and that was just well, I think I was three of the seven guys who who hit as many as 11 home runs last year. This team, you know, even with those guys, didn't rank third to last in the majors in home runs hit. Uh, they've lost uh going back to Phillips' departure late last season, they've lost thirty five percent of the the uh the home runs that they hit last year, the the guys that accounted for those. Um so I you know I, I think that they would like to do that. That's not easy to find. People don't give up uh, you know, power pieces. Um I, so while that's a that might be on their wish list, um you know, I think that the way to have done that would have been what they tried to do there early in the offseason where they tried to sneak in and get the Marlins while everyone else was going after Stanton and Azuna. The, the Braves tried to, to sneak in and, and get uh, Yelich, but uh, at the same time as they did that, they knew that as time passed, there would be a lot more suitors for him, and then obviously he ends up with the Brewers. They still have those pieces if they want to trade some of these guys and, to get some power, but at the same time, um, I think that they want to get to, to spring training, Alex Anthopoulos and his guys get their eyes on some of these young pitchers, get a feel for, uh, make their own assessments before they, they make that big move that, that could, you know, prove, prove beneficial, maybe not only this year, but more importantly, next year and beyond.
1: All right. The Atlanta Braves could be a playoff team in 2019. You heard it here first from Mark Bowman. That's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Braves edition. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, so make sure you stay tuned for that. Mark, thanks so much. Appreciate you joining us.
0: Thank you. Take care.